0: Welcome to QWERTY Writing Life Podcast, where we have candid chats about our creative lives. This is May. And I'm Joy. For more information about our podcast, monthly newsletter, or author resource series, visit us at qwertywritinglife.com. That's QWERTY, spelled Q-W-E-R-T-Y. It's the first six letters on your keyboard. So, are you ready? Grab your tea. Or your coffee and let's chat. Hello, everyone. It's another week. Hello, and welcome. Today, we're going to be talking about how to eat an elephant, creatively speaking. (laughs) But but before we do that, let's talk about our creative weeks. Hey, Joy, what did you do? So the past couple of weeks, um, I have been dealing with the loss of a very dear friend. And through all of this, I have had the opportunity to be creative, and I feel like creativity and grief go very well together. Um, And one of the things that has helped me is actually your book, May, Grief Like a River. So last night um, was really the first time that I got to be alone with my thoughts and processing things, and so I was able to sit down and I read Grief Like a River parts one and two, and I was able to write a letter to my friend. It's something that's been like playing in my mind. You know how we do that, like we kind of think through these things before we actually get a time to write them down. Um, so I did that. But I've also done. I've also been able to play the piano a good bit. Um, I got a. I say a new piano. <laughs> it was actually the piano that I learned to play on and grew up with. Um, And I got that from my parents' house last week. And so I've been able to just sit down at that and just play. And music is very therapeutic. Um, And just all of these different creative outlets, looking through tons of old pictures. Um, So my friend and I, many of our conversations had to do with creativity. She was a very creative person as well. And... We were both photographers. We even taught photography classes to kids together, and so looking through all of those pictures um, has been a lot of fun as well. So while it's been kind of a sad time, obviously um, still in total shock, it was a it was a huge um, it was very unexpected, um, and while it's been challenging from an emotional standpoint. It's been a very lovely, creative time, too, in the midst of that. So that is my creative couple of weeks there, kind of interwoven with some grief and processing. Great. Right. Wow. I'm so sorry that you're in the situation. Um First of all, first and foremost, um, I'm sorry, but I am so glad that you were able to tap into your creativity and find some ways to maybe adjust. I, I kind of. I don't really love the word healing <laughs> for for grief in some ways, but I do think that there is a, an adjustment and uh, uh, a contentment that can come um, as you process. and and, you know, just think about things and deal with emotions and, and so on. So I do truly think that creativity, you know, our God given creativity is something that helps us get through those really hard times. And I love that you wrote the letter. Um, I was thinking about that the other day, whenever um, I was having a hard time, And I was trying to keep everything in. Mm -hmm. I ended up like video journaling, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But um, Instead of, you know, like journaling in a notebook, I turned on the video camera and I was driving so I couldn't write. Mm -hmm. So I turned on the video camera and there was something about documenting the feelings that I was having right then and there Mm -hmm. helped me get it out and helped me deal with it. Um, when I was trying to keep it in, it was just kind of circulating like a cyclone inside of me, but there was something about letting it it go um, that made it a little bit better. So, yeah. And I definitely think that that is huge to be able to, you know, whatever that, whatever the medium, I guess you could say, to process through times like this. So, it makes a huge difference when you can get those thoughts out, whether it be, you know, of course I love to journal, but a lot of times like last week, you know, I was driving to see my mom who is in a personal care home. And so it was on that car ride where, you know, I I was first able to kind of start having some of these thoughts. um, And it, it would have been good to be able to get those out at that point. So, having the audio or the video, like being able to record things in that moment, um, I think are things that, you know, I know I could do a better job of utilizing because they are tools that can be very helpful for things like this. So,
1: but I'm very thankful. And no
0: one will ever see, (laughs) like no one will ever see that video. Yeah. And I don't even know if I'll revisit it either. I'm I'm not 100% sure yet if, you know, if I'm in a place where I can revisit it, Mm -hmm. but, but yeah, just getting it outside of my body and into a place that I knew it could be revisited if I needed to, Mm -hmm. like just speaking it out into the air. I don't know if that would have worked. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I definitely think so. It's, it's something about getting it outside of ourselves and either verbalizing it or writing it out Because when you do either of those things, you have to think it through a little bit more fully than maybe you do just inside your own mind. And I think at least for me, that's a big part of it. You know, just Mm -hmm. really being intentional in the thought and in the, the processing. I keep coming back to that word, but I feel like it's kind of pivotal. No, I agree with you. Because if I keep it inside of myself, I don't process it. Uh, It just kind of sits and festers and then eventually it gets buried and I think it's gone until something triggers it and it just explodes. So, yeah, I think processing is a really good word for that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I argue, too, a little bit, just a smidge, that your piano playing helped you in the morning process, too. Oh, Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, um, it definitely did. And that's something that, like, I can say a little I'm thankful for because, um, if y'all have followed, you know, I've had some health issues that cause problems with my hands. And so I was concerned, you know, maybe I'll be able to play for five minutes here and there, but I didn't expect to be able to play for very long, um, sessions anyway. Well, last Wednesday night, I knew I had talked to some friends. I knew that she wasn't going to make it through the night and so I was able to sit down at the piano and just play for it was probably a good 45 minutes to an hour that I was able to play without pain and in my mind that was like I was playing her home you know and so that was really kind of cool to be able to do that so that's a huge thanks and and praise um and then you know writing poetry, writing the letter, looking through pictures, you know, all of these ways to, uh, remember and be thankful. And, um, I'm just so thankful for creativity, you know, and your book, very thankful for that. You know, I'm sorry. I know we're all weepy. I'm sorry. (laughs) This is heavy, but, um, you know, it's just, it's part of life. Right. And I think that we all go through this. I've been thinking about this a lot and, I feel like everyone I know, like the past couple of years have just been hard. They have been a time of upheaval. They've been a time of loss. They've been a time of um, grief. They, They just have for pretty much everybody that I know. I don't know anyone who hasn't felt that way in the last couple of years. And I think for me personally, it's the last year and the last three to four months specifically that have been weighed down even more with this loss and grief um and so it's something that we all go through and deal with so creativity is something that can help you know if you have a creative outlet that can just help you process and get through these kinds of things Mm -hmm. um so yeah so that's my very (laughs) long-winded creative (laughs) week (laughs) But hopefully yeah. it helps someone. And thank you for being part of my processing and all of that. I truly appreciate you sharing that with me because that's the whole reason why I put that very raw book out there into the world. Yeah. So um, yes, thank you for sharing. And I'm so so glad that it could it could aid you in that way. So. All right, Whew. now it's time for your creative week, <laughs> and I hope yours is a little bit more happy. <laughs> now that I've brought us all down, <laughs> no, you haven't. You gotta just, pick us up. <laughs> honestly, in everything that that I heard you say, it wasn't necessarily a downer. Like the the circumstances around it was a downer, but there was thankfulness, and also like we have been given this these ways to, um, to handle these types of situations we've been given the tools that we need and without even knowing it I think mm-hmm. too like instinctually I think we're creative um and you know our bodies are made to where if we you know if we exercise then stress is, is you know is relieved and if we play instruments and things like that then you know um our minds produce certain chemicals. And, and I just think that we're all just a bit of a wonder and, um, and I'm so thankful for our creator who, um, who made us in ways that we could process these things yeah. in such beautiful ways. So, th- Yeah. Okay. There's that. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful. Uh, um, so the, Last few weeks, I have been, I think I've already talked about how I've been kind of um, straightening up my writing area and that sort of thing, and so I have been in the process of giving away books, which was um, a joy to do, and I have now gone through most of the people that I know, if not all of the people that I know who could have looked through my couple of tubs of books And so now it will be time to take them to the thrift store. (laughs) So, (laughs) so that's, that's something, uh, that's been happening. And then I just wanted to, to say, like, I didn't realize how much easier it, things would be if, um, if you had somebody doing something alongside you or, or with you, especially if they're in the same household, it doesn't have to be in the same household but especially if they are. And here's my reasoning behind that. So my son, my 9-year-old son has made a goal to um to I guess maybe be the strongest the strongest kid in his class like they have a physical education class and they go through these different training sessions and stuff and so uh testing testing things like push-ups and and sit-ups and so on and so forth and so he decided that he wanted to wake up 30 minutes earlier and do some push-ups and sit-ups and squats and you know things like that to try to help him get stronger for the next test that's going to be in a couple of weeks. And so because he was getting up 30 minutes earlier, I also got up 30 minutes earlier too, and uh, to work on a goal of mine. Right. It's a a writing goal. So this is the third day that he has decided to do that. And this is the third day that I've been able to work on my writing. Now, granted, it's probably in truth, maybe 20 minutes or so each of the days, like by the time you get up and you get your stuff and you get settled and all that kind of, that kind of stuff. But it's been much easier to get up and it's been really sweet to see his face, go do his thing. And then he sees my face, go do the things that I'm striving for. And, um, and it's just been really good to, to have somebody who's also working toward a goal it doesn't have to be the same one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think husband was a little bit sad that he wanted to get up thirty minutes earlier because we already get up early, guys. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's crazy o'clock by the time we get up. So, um, so he was a little bit sad, and then he uh, he was like, "I'll just go run that thirty minutes because he's he's training for a half marathon, and so I'll just go run those thirty minutes." And he changed his his running schedule for that. Um, and it was—it's a transition because I feel like you know that's a commitment right there. Like if you're gonna go run a 5K at stupid o'clock, um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a commitment. But um, I just think it's interesting to see how much easier it was for uh, for me to do my thing because my son was doing his thing at the mm-hmm. same time. Yeah. Just a thought there, and then. Um, Comparatively to when I'm the one who has to get up at stupid o'clock in order to fulfill my goals alone. But yeah, so that's my little story. I love it. That's great, (laughs) and I'm so excited that you're all doing this together. And I just love that. It's great. I can't. I can't wait to share with you some of the um, plot points and character arcs and stuff like that that I have come up with since the writing retreat. So that's so exciting. I can't wait. And of course, like writing, writing is going to be happening very soon. I just have a few more plot points that I want to get down before I really open up hard and heavy. But I'm still really hoping for uh, a rough draft by the new year. That's so exciting. I really, really am. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. I'll have something to look forward to reading. (laughs) It's true. true. And I also, I'm also kind of, I haven't lost the love for the last project because remember, Mm -hmm. I don't know if you don't remember guys, I paused one project. I got to a stopping point on one project. Um, because I was going on a writing retreat with three hosts that had specialties Mm -hmm. and those specialties aligned with another project that I have been percolating on since like 2016 so I paused the last project in order to work on this project and getting it prepared and everything for the retreat and now I've been to the retreat I have, you know, gotten all of the good knowledge and I've gotten critiques from those people on how the story could be just phenomenal. And so after um, I want to write this draft for the new year, but then I need to you know, you got to rest from that particular story, right? So uh, while I'm resting on that, I am still like gung-ho about the last project in ways that I have not been gung-ho about it um, before because I have this new craft knowledge and stuff from the retreat as well. So that's so exciting. It's a good thing. (laughs) (laughs) I love how one project feeds another and Mm -hmm. it's so exciting. Yes, 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 yes. Yay! Well, and Um, actually, so content, so to do that, you're going to have to reacquaint yourself with the other content and mm -hmm. when you switch back, so that actually falls in perfectly with our topic for today because that's how this all started for us. It's true. So we had a work session, guys. Y'all didn't know about it because it was on the off week, but now you do. And (laughs) we had a work session on our workbook to be the companion of our published book finders keepers a practical approach to find and keep your writing critique partner and so that's kind of where we had to start in the last work session yeah and so we realized that we needed to reacquaint ourselves with the content from the book in order to make the right decisions and move forward with this workbook so that's Mm -hmm. kind of where what we've been doing. And I'll be perfectly honest, I don't know about May, but like when we first said that, you know, okay, we got to go back and read our book again, I was like, ah, I got to read a book. Okay. Yeah. So, guys, just for <laughs> reference, for anybody who would like to see, um, this is the book right here on YouTube. If you're on YouTube, this is the book right here. Oh, can you? Yeah. Oh, there we, there go. we go. Yeah. Can you see the spot on that sucker? It, <laughs> it ain't small. <laughs> Don't scare them away. No. We used We lo- use large font, and a large part of that is our special things that we tucked in the back with all sorts of extras and bonuses. Yes, that's true. So this, the part that we needed to read, let me see. I am going to go. I'm going to find the part that we needed to read for page numbers and such. Oh, I forgot about our critique partner spotlights. Oh, that was such a great thing to add. I know. It was so much fun. <laughs> Yes. So the critique partner spotlights are where Joy got in contact with a bunch of different people and asked if they had critique partners. And if they did, then we asked them to answer certain like the same questions. And when they answered them, it validated everything we wrote in our book. (laughs) (laughs) It was very nice. And it was so fun to hear other people's uh, experiences and how their critique partner relationship works. And it was just great to include that in there. Yes, it absolutely was. But also it validated everything we wrote in our book. (laughs) (laughs) Truth. Sorry. So I was just really excited about that because you know, sometimes you you think and you believe certain things and it was it was good to have Joy's validation but as my critique partner because we're on the same page and that sort of thing. But then to find what was it like five sets of other critique partners? Something it was around like that. it was around yeah. five sets of other critique partners who also um fell in line with mm-hmm. what we were writing about. That was just really super extra validating for me and I'm the type of person who likes validation? So so it's only 219 pages. Also, it's really not that big of a book. Um, But it felt like a, it felt like a huge commitment whenever we were looking at the book and, and at our schedules Mm -hmm. and putting those two things together. It felt like a really, really big elephant. Yes, it did. It did. Um, with everything else going on and just thinking about, okay, I have to read another book, it just was crazy. So thankfully, and I think May, you were the one who suggested this, and I'm so glad that you did. Instead of just saying, okay, we're going to read the whole book and just being like, eh, bye, I don't even know when, said, okay, let's give it a shot and see if we can read the first chat this week. That's how instead of saying chapters or sections, we use the little term chat. So it's like a chapter. Um, and we just said, let's take chat one for this week. Let's see if we can read it by our next session and then we can talk about it then. And mm-hmm. so we've been doing that one week at a time. Okay. Now chat two, can you read it by the next week? Let's see what we can do. And yeah, we're just going to take kind of taking it a week at a time, a chat at a time. And that is so much more doable. Right. Um, and I think too, that we've, been giving ourselves even a little bit more grace than that too Mm -hmm. where we got to the we got to the place where we were like if you can read and evaluate chat one you know because because of all of the things that have been happening in our lives so it's Mm -hmm. you know we I've had I, I missed the first week I'll be honest with you with everything that was going on at work did not do a very good job at that, but Joy gave me some grace. And while we were in our work session, I worked through um, I worked through reading the chat, um, and we were able to get some good conversation in there yeah. about that. But um, I did better for chat too. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. It's all about improvement. That's right. That's right. And we still have gotten had some really good work sessions too. Um, but I do I do think that having. Because of where we are in our lives, like evaluating your personal situations that are going on right now and your professional situations and then adding this on top of it, like your creative thing on top of it, there are going to be times where you're going to need to have some more solid deadlines and there's going to be times where you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow and so you need a little bit of a looser situation. That's all a part of the evaluation between you and your partner or you and yourself. So just be truthful, I think is is the the word here and I was like mm-hmm. just be truthful like because I couldn't promise joy that I would be able to read those 33 pages um and I, that's just where I am in my life right now yeah. um but uh but I was honest and she was graceful yeah. so yeah and I think that's super important and you know another thing for me too is just this mindset situation so just being able to, instead of saying we need to reread the book, mm-hmm. I haven't even thought in those terms, you know, I'm going to read this chat and that's it. Right. You know, I'm not even thinking ahead, like, like, typically I'm, you know, Miss Planner or whatever. So like, I would have sat down and I would have been like, okay, chat one will be here, chat two, and I would have like planned it out and been like, okay, so we'll be done by this. I haven't done that and I'm mm-hmm. not going to do that. So, it's a mindset thing too. In this season of extreme overwhelm, I feel like for both of us, it's nice to be able to just use different terms, different words, and it makes a difference. I don't know. Oh my God. I didn't even think about that, but you're absolutely right. Like the project as a whole is a bit of an elephant mm-hmm. too. And we haven't, we haven't, we did that soft goal mm-hmm. and we're working toward just to, w- I've kind of even forgotten about that soft goal, to be honest with you, yeah. and have just been working the little pieces that we can, just getting, mm-hmm. inching our way closer to a final product. Wow, that's really interesting to think about because I am also the kind of person who will count out, like, divide word count and mm-hmm. try to put it on there. You know, on Sundays, maybe I'll take a break and, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm, joy. You have come up with something here that is beyond <laughs> our whole work session and into our personal lives and our professional lives. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. We just, you know, stumbled upon that. Although we're going to make you think that we knew this all along, right? Right. <laughs> we're going to act like we knew what um, we were doing. I don't know if there's any way that I can edit confidence into our <laughs> podcast episode, but <laughs> oh well. But if I can, I will try. <laughs> Well, even if we didn't plan it, you know what? It's working out great. And so I'm pretty excited about it. <laughs> yeah, I have that same feeling. And I also remember in our conversation, like when we talked about, oh, it's been 20. It's, you know, the book was released in 2019. It's been that long since we have read this book. We have to read this book. <laughs> <laughs> there was deep, heavy sighs and forlorn faces in, yeah. in both Joy and I. But, When we decided that we were going to take it one chat at a time, it was like our spirits lifted Mm -hmm. on both of us. I think that we were just like, oh, wait, this burden doesn't belong here. We're going to move it. And And it's been a blessing to go back and read it for Hmm. a multitude of reasons. You know, taking away that overwhelming um, whole project mindset, that relieved the burden. And so now we can just focus in on the blessings of reading it you know, chat by chat, because we're both seeing, hey, this is still great. Like, I'm so proud of us. Like, I'm glad that we've got this out in the world. You know, we're having those moments as well, as we're taking this bite by bite, and, you know, learning lessons along the way as we make decisions for the workbook that we're working toward now. So it's been pretty cool. Right. Right. I'm kind of having the same feelings and you can tell me if this is crazy or not, but um, I'm kind of having the same feelings of reading each of these chats as I do like looking back at old trophies that I'm, you know, of competitions that I'm proud of. So I don't know if that makes any sense, but like. You know, I have a first place dramatic interpretation trophy for my speech and debate days that every once in a while I just look at. And yeah. it's like, I was, I was really good at something at one point in time. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good thing to revisit. That's such a good uh, emotion to be able to come back to from time to time. So yeah, I definitely see that. Okay, good. Yeah. I don't know if you feel that way or not, but I just thought about that. Yeah, I like that. That's a good comparison. <laughs> So through all this, we've, you know, also, we have been able to learn some lessons along the way, you know, and Mm -hmm. one of the ones that kind of stood out to us is one that we just want to share with you guys. Um, In our last session, we started talking about, okay, decisions, okay, what decisions are we making, you know, and we had decided ahead of time, okay, we need to decide these things as we're reacquainting ourselves with the content. We kind of made ourselves a list, okay, we need to make these decisions as we go through. And so as we started breaking down these decisions, we realized something else about them. And that is that those decisions are not all of them, but many of them have to be postponed. So an example of this is as we're going through the first chat and as we were talking through those things, we started talking about formatting issues for the workbook. And we realized, okay, this is not the time to make these decisions. So instead of making a decision, we wrote down the decision that will need to be made a little further down the road. We wrote down our thoughts and our questions on it. you know, all of the different ideas we had of how to make that decision or how that decision could go. And that way we have those. So when it comes time to make the decision, we have our notes in place and it will make making the decision at that point easier. So that was kind of a big epiphany, I think. Right. I agree. Because if you have been listening all through season four, we have been touting the fact that we have been writing down the decisions that we've made (laughs) and so this one kind of hits us in the hubris because we have because we have said that in multiple episodes it was like oh man I'm so glad that we wrote down these decisions that we have made and here we get to take that a little bit deeper and I do I do like that it hits us and I don't mind having my ego attacked every once in a while it kind of keeps me human and uh and keeps you know like my mental I would you know I probably would have a really big head right now if I didn't have these you know sucker punches to the pride so (laughs) (laughs) but um but I do think that this kind of takes that pretty surface level tip or suggestion and gives it depth if that makes any does that make sense Mm mm-hmm yeah okay, so like we have the idea that we need to write down our decisions because so we can remember them for last time And man,, uh, you know, let, just being able to say that we've made decision makes us decisions make us feel pretty good, right? So, in the next session, or you know the next time you're working on something, you find that, oh, well, that decision that I thought that I made actually has layers, and so documenting those layers is kind of where we are now, right, in this particular. Episode of the podcast. <laughs> um, we have been humbled and we have written down <laughs> the, the things that we need to address. And what we found out too is that while we were looking through chat one, like we could have made decisions, we mm-hmm. could have written down a list of decisions that we made. Um, but then we were thinking into the future, into the other five chats mm-hmm. that we're going to have to evaluate. And there might not be those those things that we were making decisions on could fluctuate. Mm-hmm. The things there could be more glossary definitions that need to be added to it. You know, there might be less um, like recap bullet points or something that's going to mess up the formatting or something like that. So that to keep with the formatting example, mm-hmm. there are things that we're going to have to consider as a whole. But we have to analyze them on the bite saws so that we can see it all together as a whole and make really good informed formatting decisions. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. So at that point, we will have gotten through the entire elephant and then we mm-hmm. can look back on the big gigantic cutie and <laughs> not be overwhelmed by him, but understand mm-hmm. and see him in all of his beauty. So. Right. Yes. Right. Do we want to eat the elephant? I don't know if I want to eat the elephant. Like you know how you talk about how do you eat an elephant one bite, one at, bite a at a time? Yeah, maybe we do. something How else do you with hug elephant? an elephant? You Aww. hug it one piece at a time. Aww, Aww. look at it being sweet. Yes, I think we need to find another verb there. That is not <laughs> going to be, you know. How to Hug an Elephant. How to Hug an Elephant. (laughs) Okay, so y'all are hearing that we have changed the title for this podcast episode here at the end. This is how things work. (laughs) How about how to appreciate an elephant? (laughs) (laughs) How to love an elephant. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if it's right, but I do like how to hug an elephant just because I would love to hug an elephant. I know. They're just so sweet. Mm hmm. Well, I mean, Truly. maybe not always, but they seem very sweet or at least. Right. I mean, them. they could totally kill you, but yeah, also- definitely. <laughs> <laughs> They're kind of huge. <laughs> right. We'll come up with a good verb and we'll put it in the title and you guys will be surprised maybe by the time you get to this point. So there you go. <laughs> so I think we're ready for a challenge. Yes, absolutely. Let's have a challenge. So This whole time, we've been working on one particular project, and so we're wondering if you have a project that has an elephant-sized task connected to it. Hmm. Hmm? What do you think? Maybe your project in itself is an elephant-sized situation. Hmm. How would you break it down into bite-sized pieces? Or hug-sized pieces. Hug-sized (laughs) pieces. gosh <laughs> I know. our analogy is falling off the rails it is absolutely <laughs> but the content is there guys if you, it can, is. if you can wade through all of this analogy situation the content is true and there so how could you break it down into smaller pieces how could you evaluate um, a section of the elephant <laughs> or the really large task how could you evaluate that and figure out what you need to do from that moment mm-hmm. also where are you in in your season of life are you struggling do you know what's going to happen tomorrow there you know if you don't that's okay because that's kind of where joy and I are at this particular mm-hmm. moment and we just want to share with you that some days we don't know what's going to happen and you may be in that same situation, your to-do list is basically more of a suggestion because <laughs> you don't know what's gonna happen. And um, so evaluate that. And if you are in that season, just just you know, give yourself a little bit of grace and yes, continue to try to move forward inch by inch on in whatever you're doing. If you if you only get like half an inch or something. Just be be thankful for the creativity that you are able to, to put on to this project, or even if you just need to take your creativity and focus it in a different direction. If you're grieving, if you're depressed, if you're having feelings that need to be processed, use your creativity in a way that is going to help you be a better you and then get back on your project. Yes. Thank you. We needed to hear that. I think that was a perfect way to like bring it all together. <laughs> well, we had to do it somehow because it was all over the place. Joy and art are human beings, just like you guys. So you got a little piece of that today. <laughs> and it's that humanity that fuels our creativity too many times. So we should have Well done. It. Yes. I know. Absolutely. Well done. <laughs> it even went deeper than Oh, well, this is a great episode guys cheers it is a good episode <laughs> cheers it's cheers. water but you know cheers Mine anyway coffee <laughs> well we hope you guys have an amazing week yes and go make something bye bye thanks for tuning in We hope this episode encouraged you. Like all creatives, we thrive on consumer recommendations. So please consider leaving us a review and sharing our podcast with your creative friends. If you'd like to continue this conversation, visit us on our website at QWERTYWritingLife.com or on Instagram at QWERTYWritingLife.